Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Welcome back to Kinda Crunchy, guys. We are here in person together Woo! today recording. Just a different vibe than online. We love being in person recording. Um, I'm Rachel. And I'm Jensen. And we are the hosts of Kinda Crunchy Podcast, if you haven't listened before. Um, today we're going to have another episode for you guys. But first, we always like to just do some catch up, talk about life, have some girl chat. So, Jensen, what's been up? Well, I'm just going to talk about the little day we have ahead and our weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel just drove out here, made the long drive. So thank you, Rachel. It really didn't feel that long. It was a lovely drive this morning. It's so beautiful out. The sun is shining. It's cold, but it's like not terribly cold. Do you know I, I didn't listen to music or podcast or anything the whole drive? I was wow. just thinking. My brain was just reeling. That's We don't allow ourselves <laughs> enough time for that. And I'm right? speaking about myself. I like on, so I'm nice. distracting myself all the time. But I love that for you. Um, so we're going to record an episode right now, and then we are going to drive into Lancaster. Um, we're going to get coffee at a cute coffee shop. Um, and then we're actually getting more photos done for the podcast. So we're getting some more branding photos. Um, my good friend Kara is going to take them. I will link her in the show notes, just giving her a shout out because she's amazing. And we're going to this really cute, like all white room in Lancaster and getting, a lot of fun photos done, and then Logan and I are actually going to get some Christmas card photos done too with Bentley. Doubling up, you know. We're just I. We so, have to take our so we have our makeup. We actually have our makeup done today. Usually, the podcast I'm just like throwing on a sweatshirt. We're just like here. we're just we're just here. <laughs> it's voice, right? More than video. I know. And then I'm like, part. oh, some people do watch us on YouTube. I'm like, oh, not my not my best day. Um, but yeah, and then we don't have any plans tonight. This is our week. Like I think I mentioned this on the last podcast. Like. We're home this weekend, which is so good. <laughs> um, no plans tonight. And yeah, I think I might try to start decorating for Christmas tomorrow. So, oh, that's exciting. I know. And you know, you're what? feeling the vibe. It's Christmas I've been, time. I've been, I've been listening to Christmas music. My thing is, and people have issues with decorating early for Christmas. Here's the thing it's a lot of work. You mm-hmm. have to get out all the boxes. You, It's so much work. I want to be able to like enjoy it and not just like, get my decorations out and feel like I have to put them away. Like, that's why I like to decorate early because it's like I'm the one doing all the work. Not that Logan doesn't do it, but it's like I like – I enjoy doing it, but I want to actually, like, be able to, like, enjoy the lights and the trees and stuff. I decorated for fall really early this year. Like, literally the first day of September, I think. Um, It was like – that was when we were having that weather that was, like, really cool. It felt like the perfect fall weather. So it just – and I was just so ready to be cozy and, like, settle down. Um, so I've had my fall decorations up forever. So I'm ready to decorate for Christmas. It's like almost tradition. My mom always did it this way and I always helped her decorate. So the first, the Monday after Thanksgiving used to be the first day of hunting. Now yes. they switched it to the Saturday yeah. after Thanksgiving. And um, my mom always used to decorate that day because the boys oh. would hunt and my mom and I would decorate That's then. fun. And it was just like such a vibe. So now though... Um, I always do it in that time frame. I'll probably do it the day after Thanksgiving, honestly. But I'm always like literally day after decorations are up. I normally don't put up before, but I'm not opposed to it. I just like, I'm doing other Thanksgiving stuff and don't get around to it. But I love that because it is, it just like makes your house so cozy. It does. Like the low light on the tree and everything. It just, it's a good vibe. And now that I'm working from home, I get to see it more. And I yes. like to be with all the lights and stuff. So I'm really excited for that. What's your decorating vibe? Like, 
I I keep seeing these videos of like what type of Christmas person are you like bright colorful Christmas mm. like traditional like reds greens plaids like winter wonderland with silver and white I feel like I want to be that like minimalistic where everything's white and green and perfect and uh-huh. it's like but I also think there's beauty and the nostalgic of like old Christmas too so I feel like I'm a mix I feel like I have like I'm more of like I would say I'm more of like the white light person but like I have decorations for my grandma and my mom and I just feel like they make a house more like warm and cozy Mm -hmm. I think we're in this Instagram world it's like everything is like the magnolia home style where it's like and it's cool and it's pretty but I feel like just my opinion it's not as homey and I feel like it's like cozy like I have like old Santas for my grandma Mm -hmm. that like are very old looking but like I don't know. I just feel like it makes it, like, cozy. What about you? Um, I I think it always depends on the space. So, growing up, my mom always did two trees. And the one was, like, the Christmas tree by the window decorated. And mm-hmm. she had, like, gold and silver and reds and stuff. And then she had a tree in our living room. Because that's not, like, the living space. It's, like, the study piano yeah. room. Um, in our living room that was, like, all the decorations we made as oh, kids. Yeah. And, like, that were passed down. And on that one, she'd put, like, colored lights. So Mm -hmm. it was, like, two different vibes. I love that. And I always loved it. And, like, that's someday my goal. Right Mm -hmm. now, our space is really small, so I'm not going to do two trees. Um, But I'm definitely, right now, the vibe that my house gives me, it's, like, quaint and tiny. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, like, cottagey. Yeah. So I do a lot of, like, greeneries and, Mm -hmm. um, like, orange, hanging oranges. That's so cute. And I do, like, little... Like, they're not real candles, but like little fake candles in all the windows oh, with like yeah. greenery around them. Yeah. Um. So it's a really like I want it to be like woodland cottage vibe. Mm. So I have like some cute little like woodland animal type things. Oh, I, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking so about. So for for this house, that's the vibe. But eventually, when we build or move, my hope is to have a few different things going on. Like I want Logan really likes like colorful Christmas lights uh-huh. and stuff. So I think we'll do a little mix. Something my mom always did, my parents always did, is they have a huge Christmas village. Yes, my mom did too. Okay, they yeah. put it on the mantle and I'd always help yeah. my mom set it up. And it was it's just like so cute and yes. I want one yeah. eventually. I have nowhere to put one right now, but eventually. You know the other thing I want to do? What? I want to get a train that goes like yes. around the tree or I, something. We had that and I... It feels so nostalgic. It does. I think... I saw this thing on Instagram. It was like, bring back like tacky Christmas. Yes. Like bring back <laughs> all like the... The magic of the it. The magic right? of it. Like we've... I feel like we've gotten into such a aesthetic Christmas, uh-huh. which is pretty, but I just feel like there's something nostalgic about like, yeah, like the old like decorations and, and traditions. So I love that. Yeah, the villages. I remember helping my mom set them up. They were so much work to do. But like once they're out and she would put like fake snow. Yeah. And it was just magic when they'd be yes. all lit up in the window. Oh. Yeah, like you have all the lights off in the house and the only thing lit yes. up is the Christmas village and the tree. Mm. And like snow is falling. Oh. And Christmas movies are on. Oh. Speaking of, I am excited for all the Christmas movies. Same. It's like too much to fit into one month with all oh. the movies. Bentley is joining Bentley, the podcast. Bentley, if you're watching, if you're watching, you're watching on YouTube, a video. he wants to. Okay. He really wants to say hello. Except he's being quiet. You are such a good boy. But yes, Christmas movies. Can't wait. Me either. And Netflix has honestly been making some good cheesy Christmas yes, movies. Yes. Do like you see the ones with vibes. Lindsay Lohan? Yes. It's so good. Vanessa Hudgens ones. Yes. Some princess one or something. They are good. Those are great. (laughs) I'm here for it. I'm like, I need to feel like I need to start because it's going to be Christmas before we know it. It it really is. It's coming soon. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited to see all your Christmas I know. I'm excited. We'll get a tree probably the week after. You get a real one? We do. I always had a real one growing up and I love a real one. And Logan's like, 
not there for yeah. it. Maybe in your new house one day, I feel like. It'll, when you're I, more out in the country. It'll like, still or, be more of a conversation. Uh, the compromise we've made thus far is I will, I want raised ceilings in our living room. Okay. Like really high ceilings to like the second story. And I told Logan, if we're doing a fake tree, it's going to be the tallest, biggest fake tree ever. And it's oh, going to be more of a pain to put up yeah. than a real tree. It's going to be like 16 feet tall. Yes. So get oh, ready. I love that. But that's just big dreaming for big dreaming. future Christmas. <laughs> One day. But anyways, tell me your life updates. What's new with you? Yeah, not a lot. Um, just drove here this morning. Like I said, it was a lovely, like, low stimulation drive. Um, I It was dark when I left, and I got to, like, watch the sunrise as I drove. That's the best. Yes. It was just a beautiful morning. Um, not a lot of traffic out. Really, I don't mind driving if... It's not like a lot of traffic. Traffic's mm. like the stressor for me. Yeah. So it was a nice drive. Um, other than that, <laughs> the other thing I was going to give an update on is, uh, even this was just last night even. Um, so there was, they got me on an ad on Instagram, which <laughs> I never do this, but I was just scrolling my phone. And there was some ad saying like, which archetype are you? Female archetype. Okay. Which like, I love personality quizzes and The tests. BuzzFeed quizzes, those kind ca- yes. yes, but even like the real ones. Oh, like okay. Strengths Finders mm. or... Um, Myers-Briggs. Yes, Myers-Briggs. There's like all different types. Yeah. I literally have a doc where I keep all my results. And literally the significance is low. And I yeah. know, I can tell you. I, I looked at the thing and I... Because it was like a little graphic and I said to myself, I'm this one and this one. And then I said to Logan, what I am I? And he's like, this one and this one. Well, guess what? Those were my results when I took the test. Mm-hmm. Well, so anyway, it leads you to this little app that's supposed to be like some brain training app or something. Oh. And you can do a three-day free trial. So I did it. And then it's like, it's $6.99 a week after that to like do these brain games. And mm-hmm. they let you play a few. And I love doing like brain training, like brain puzzle like type Like Sudoku games. type of thing. Yeah, or like- even like finding the matches really fast. Or like the one was like, order the numbers like as quickly as you can without mm. messing up. So like well, just clicking like one, two, three, four, five. And they're like different colors and places. Okay. So you really have to visually like be aware mm-hmm. or almost like memory tiles they show you and then they go away and you have to click where the images were. Oh yes. Yeah. So just like stupid stuff, but I feel like it does keep your brain sharp mm-hmm. and I love stuff like that. So anyway, they give you a little sample of them. And then um, I was like, okay, I even wrote in my notes, I was like, I wrote, to cancel the trial like the next day. I'm really good about, mm-hmm. I will do a free trial and I write it in my notes to cancel it mm-hmm. and I cancel it on time. But then they said, get it like 95% off for the whole year if you pay 20 bucks. Oh, And I was so like, like, I really don't know. I I never pay for apps, Jensen, ever. Yeah. I've, I don't know that I've ever paid for a single app in yeah. my life. But they have all these personality tests on there. So they have the archetype one. They have IQ oh. tests. They have... um. Like, what's your uh, procrastination style? What's, like, your work style? All these things that it's, like, I don't need to do this or know it. But it just, it I like it. Well, now that you're home and it's winter and you're just at home, you're just like, you know what? I can yeah. do this. So to get all the different personality test mm-hmm. things on there, but then also do the brain training just as, like, so up my alley. So I bought it and I was just having the time of my life on it last night with mm-hmm. all my little tests, my IQ tests, mm-hmm. my personality tests. Um, and yeah, I'm just enjoying my brain games now. I love that. That's so fun. Yeah. So that's, I couldn't even tell you the name of it. I think it's called like intelligence or something, but it's spelled different. Mm-hmm. I'll link it below. 
But yeah, I mean, they do say that it like helps your brain. I do prefer to do like Sudoku or puzzles Mm -hmm. or things like that that are like on paper because I feel like we get so much screen time. Yes. But there are different types of games that Mm -hmm. you can do. Um, Do you remember cool math games? Yes. (laughs) I wouldn't lie if I said that I've been on there once in a while just for fun. Really? Yes. I used to play some game. I don't even think it was on cool math. It was called like what was it called? Meeblings or something? I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard of that. And I was like so good at it. The other thing, do you remember the Tetris craze? Yes. In high school, we were obsessed with Tetris. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Everyone. It was like one specific website it that was. I couldn't even find now. And you, because and, and we, we also had MacBooks. Our school had MacBooks from like literally elementary school we, and on. Yeah. So we were always on MacBooks and yeah, we'd be always playing Tetris. And like we got really good, like some of us. Do you remember we'd always be on photo booth too? Oh, yeah. We I have all ha- the filters on I ones. have our... That's I still what happens have when you give, like, sixth graders MacBooks. I still have the ones of us from, like, sixth, seventh grade. Of course you do. Just because, you know, they're probably on my Facebook. Like I, I said... I I want to see them. Like I said, if you ever want to... You'd yeah. literally just be, like, in science lab, supposed to be doing work. Yes. And you'd be, like, taking photo booth pictures with yeah. your lab group. Just, like, yep. posing like idiots. Yep. Yep. What a time. What a life. Really. Well... Do you want to go ahead and share uh, with our listeners what this episode's going to be about? Yeah, so I hope I don't get emotional because I'm not an emotional person and I have mascara on. And, you know, the one time I have, I'll probably, like, cry even though I'm not emotional. Um, But I wanted to share just kind of what's going on in my life. Um, And it's really actually the whole reason that I became crunchy. And Mm -hmm. honestly, if if this wouldn't... If I wouldn't be going through this, kind of crunchy probably wouldn't exist, which is like crazy to think about. Um, but basically, um, Logan and I, we have been trying for a baby for, it'll be two years next month, so December of 2021. So we have been walking an infertility journey for two years. Um, and you've probably heard me reference of hormonal imbalances, irregular periods. Um, that was me not saying that. I'm having fertility issues, but kind of covering it up with that, um, just because I wasn't really sure if I wanted to share. It's a, obviously it's a very intimate and personal thing, but so many people in my life know at this point, and you know we believe in one the power of prayer, but we also just believe that like if God's giving us this battle and God is giving us this struggle, like you know there's a purpose behind it, and I just know that. There are so many women that are walking through this and it's a very like taboo topic that nobody talks about. All we talk about are just pregnancy announcements and how easy it is. And it's like, but there are more women that you would think that are struggling with this. And I'm praying that this episode, that we have listeners that it would help or they would send it to someone just to, the big thing with this is you feel, you can feel very alone and isolated, especially in the world of social media where you get on and you see like four people having a baby and you ask them like, oh my gosh, we got pregnant the first try. And it's like, mm-hmm. you see that and you're like, how? Like it's, and you just feel sometimes so alone. Um, so I guess the point of this episode is to hopefully provide encouragement um, and just kind of share a little bit more about my journey and hopefully some things I'm doing um, that can maybe help someone even just one person. So that's what today's episode is about. Yeah, um, I'm excited that you uh, chose to share. And um, I think that it's going to be really helpful for a lot of people listening who maybe can Mm -hmm. relate or have struggled with the same things. And I know it's obviously tough to share something Mm -hmm. like that and talk openly about it. 
Um, so I'm, I'm proud of you. And I think, um, we can have a really good conversation around your story and your journey. Um, do you want to start maybe at the beginning? Yes. And share with us? Um, so it was, we'd been married for about five-ish months and it was kind of around like Thanksgiving, Christmas that we're like, okay, we want to start trying for a family. Um, which is, it's funny now going through this when people are like, yeah, we're going to have kids next year. And like, they just say it so confidently and I'm like, ah we also said that too or like that's what we thought in our mind Mm -hmm. um so it was like december 2021 and i actually vividly remember like logan and i do our stocking stuffers the night before christmas and he had bought me pregnancy tests as like a stocking stuffer which was like so sweet and it was such a we were very naive and excited like we were just like oh my gosh we're gonna start trying like this is so exciting Mm -hmm. and i feel like there was a lot of joy in it um obviously things look very different now um so basically we started trying around Christmas, January, that time frame. And I would say like within the first like nine months of that year, I had gotten like three periods. So I've told you I've had irregular periods. Um, but I went to the gynecologist in January just to like get things checked out. I was like, okay, let's be proactive. Cause they say like most people don't even try to start dealing with this stuff until after a year of trying. But I was like, I know that I'm not normal. Like I know I have something going on. So I was like, let's just go to be safe. Mm-hmm. And they basically diagnosed me with PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, which a lot of women have that don't realize they have it. And big signs of it are having irregular periods, elevated androgens like testosterone, um, cysts on your ovaries. And some women have one of these things too. So it's a very, not that it's a catch-all diagnosis, but like it looks different for everyone. PCOS is sometimes is seen with women that are really overweight but then you have women that are like super healthy that have it so it's kind of like it's hard it's a hard diagnosis um so they kind of said that I had it but kind of, like they kind of danced around it but I kind of just like said okay I'm dealing with something I'm not just getting irregular periods to get irregular periods um so there is a reason so it was that winter spring that I was like I need to cut out every toxic product because then you start <laughs> then you start going down the research rabbit hole and it's like all your environmental factors. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I was using Gain and Bath and Body, all the things, didn't even think twice about it. Um, So I like went down this rabbit hole of like, you know, really cleaning out our new products, um, cleaning out like our just pantry and cupboards and trying to like really detox. Um, I started getting liver. I found raw milk. I just got into all the nutrition. I actually went gluten and dairy free first. So I was like four Mm -hmm. or five months of being gluten and dairy free, which I don't recommend it unless you really have an issue because afterward I went back on it and I like noticed no difference, but it made life so hard. Like I feel like being gluten free or dairy free, like if you're one, it's fine, but being both, both is a lot. It's like a nightmare at family gatherings and going out to dinner. Yeah. Um, so I tried that because you look and it's like, oh, like if you give that up, like it'll fix your PCOS. Like there's mm-hmm. you, there's so many like things that'll like fix you and we tried that and it didn't really do anything so I was really on the path of I wanted to do everything natural I wanted to do everything natural like I was like God designed my body this way like I don't want to have to be injecting myself or doing these things and about nine months later of like not having success I was like okay maybe we need to try medicine so we ended up trying which I'll go into more detail of this later but we tried medicine that fall, winter, um, didn't work. 
Um, it made me ovulate one time, but obviously not pregnant. I gained weight. I didn't feel good. My periods were super terrible during it because they basically had to force a period. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward to like spring of 2023 now, so this year, just had a revelation of like, I had someone speak and just speak into my life like, hey, stop trying everything. Like your body's stressed, your mm-hmm. hormones are stressed, you're stressed, like you're overthinking everything. So we stopped trying from about like April to August and we just kind of lived our life. And my periods actually started to normalize a little bit, which was nice. They were like 30 to 40 days when they were like 60 to 70 days before. Um, And they were like pain-free, super good. Um, And then so we were like kind of thinking like, okay, in the fall we'll reassess. So I started medicine again this fall, um, doing like medicated cycles, um, which worked in September-ish, October, got my body to ovulate. Everything worked super well, just didn't get pregnant. And then this month we tried it again and I actually just found out this morning I did ovulate. So that was exciting. Um, <laughs> so now I guess we just wait. So, but yeah, that's kind of the, the overarching journey. I feel like there's been a lot of highs mm-hmm. and lows and so many emotions and feelings like, and so much growth. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's just so hard to like encompass, but it's been a hard two years but a pruning and fruitful two years and mm-hmm. yeah I don't know I don't know why we have this in our life but you know I know that God has and is already using it for good mm-hmm. um yeah it's really hard and I would just one more thing it's really hard in the area that we live in like Lancaster County and in church culture like it seems like you get married young you have babies young and it's just the trend and it's like I would say every I'm constantly being inundated with like pregnancy announcements, which I'm obviously super joyful for everyone. And I want people to be able to like tell me because I want to be able to celebrate with them. But I've learned that like you can feel joy and like sorrow at the same mm-hmm. time. Like when someone tells me they're pregnant, like, and I don't want this to deter anyone if you're, if you are <laughs> like, don't like, but it, it is like a gut punch, which is like, especially if you're having like, a really hard day. And, like, there's nothing you can mm-hmm. do about that. And it's, like, I do feel such joy and excitement for everyone, but it still, like, really hurts. And I think, like, I've learned that, like, it's okay to p- be sad. Like, we're we're not meant to be, like, mm-hmm. happy all the time. And, like, God is with you in those hard moments as well. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the overarching story of mm-hmm. where where we're currently at. So you were talking a little bit about going gluten and dairy free about some of the different medications do you want to touch on maybe um like a little more details about the different things you have tried um Mm -hmm. whether it's natural or medicines or like dietary um and what those have looked like I would say the biggest thing that I've done over the last two years is like really switched like a whole food diet obviously it's not perfect but like really prioritizing good beef good eggs, got chickens, um, raw milk, fruits, vegetables, trying to be as eating like the foods God gave us, um, is as natural as I can be. Um, I feel like before I was more like an almond milk or like protein (laughs) bar, which I'm not saying I don't ever have those things, but I feel like this has really made Mm -hmm. me transition to having like whole nutrient dense food. The book, Deep Nutrition, I'm going to link it again. I was just talking to someone about this. It is like one of the best books I've ever read and it's really good for just overall nutrition, but Mm-hmm. especially if you're trying to get pregnant. Um, so it talks a lot about like the foods you eat and how they can like pass genetically on and stuff. Um, so I would say that is something that I started from the beginning that I've just continued on and it's, you know, I will continue that for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. Um, 
I have tried every supplement out there. <laughs> and they always, you know, on Instagram, they're like, I took this and got pregnant, or my friend did this and got pregnant. It's like, everybody is so different. But there was a time mm-hmm. I was taking like nine supplements, which is not feasible on the bank account because supplements are expensive. Or the body sometimes. Or the body, yes. <laughs> so I was just like trying everything. Um, and then like when we stopped trying in like April, I literally stopped every supplement. And it was like, wow, this is... I, I feel like if you're eating a nutrient-dense diet, obviously there are things to supplement, but like we shouldn't have to be taking a million supplements. Um, so I tried every supplement out there and that honestly got stressful. Um, so a big thing with PCOS is... I didn't mention this, but it's, and I guess I'll talk about this more when I go into later, we'll talk about PCOS, but it's a big thing on like, hi, buddy, (laughs) Um, insulin resistance. So Mm -hmm. really focusing on blood sugar balance is huge for PCOS. Um, So I've really focused on just making sure I'm pairing fats and proteins with carbs. And that's just been like a good thing that I've just learned along the way. That's like something I will take, like, I feel like not being able to pregnant has made me the healthiest I've ever been, which is such a blessing. Like, mm-hmm. I know that, like, my future babies, God willing, someday will be so much more nourished because, like, if I would have just gotten pregnant when I wanted to, I would still be not nourishing myself. So They'd be it, sleeping in the gain onesies. They would be sleeping in the gain <laughs> no onesies. No hate to anyone no if hate. that's the case. Logan. I just know <laughs> that Jensen, you wouldn't want that anymore. Exactly. Um, so I tried that, and then I guess I don't – So I guess there's been a lot of things. Um, I started seeing a natural fertility dietitian, which was super good. She kind of gave me like a personalized supplement regimen, um, really just helped me focus on my nutrition, which was something I knew, but like it was really good just because she is, she has PCOS and she had walked through it and just Mm -hmm. like the Christian approach to it as well. So I did like online with her for like four months, which was really good. Um, And I highly recommend like getting like with a dietitian or something just someone that can like personalize it for you like she looked at my Mm -hmm. blood work and saw where I was deficient or sufficient things um because trying to slap on a supplement like it's not a one-size-fits-all thing Mm -hmm. um you've heard me talk about acupuncture surprise that's why I was going people are like (laughs) oh why is she paying all this money for acupuncture yeah it's because there's a lot of benefits for fertility relaxing your Mm -hmm. body increasing blood flow to your ovaries um, so I've gone to, I've done that and I, I've gone, I've been going less just cause it is kind of expensive, but it is, that's also, I want an acupressure mat for Christmas. Um, mm. but yeah, so that's been something that's been really good. And she also like helps, she, um, specialize in fertility. So we talk about like my nutrition and other things there. And she's been really like, like we she'll do acupuncture and we'll talk about like different things I can add or do. Um, and then medicine-wise, we have tried Clomid and Letrozole. So I'll kind of walk through what it looked like. So last fall, we tried Letrozole, which I would say Letrozole and Clomid are kind of like Coke and Pepsi, if that makes sense. So that's like it's very similar. You take it, it's just a pill, days three through seven mm-hmm. of your cycle, and it's supposed to get you to ovulate. It's really good for people with PCOS that don't ovulate, um, or at least ovulate regularly. So... Last fall, around September, October, we decided to start doing letrozole, um, and I wasn't getting regular periods, so we had to force a period with, like, a progesterone, so we forced a period, and then that period was so bad, which makes sense. Like, my body's like, why are you forcing this period? So then on top of that, so I took the letrozole on top of that, and then I would go in on, like, day 21-ish or so and see if I ovulated. 
And we did about four cycles of that, and it got me to ovulate one time, but didn't fall pregnant. Um, and then this fall, we were like, okay, we're going to try try the medicine route again, um, which I was like more hopeful with it because we were putting medicine on top of like not regular periods, where this fall mm-hmm. we were putting medicine on top of like more natural periods. So it was like, I'm like, oh, there, maybe there's a better chance of it. Um, and we'd given my body like seven or eight months of a break with everything. So we started Clomid, um, which Clomid basically it like is an anti-estrogen. It like blocks the estrogen, so it makes your body produce more FSH. I'm probably butchering this, but it gets your body to ovulate. Um, hi, buddy. Oh, you have your toy. Bentley keeps bringing us toys. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, Bentley, like, if, are you the reason? Do you not want a sibling? Like, I feel like you're just... He, you wants, did, he wants all, all the, the love. He wants all the attention. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, so we tried Clomid this fall, and the symptoms weren't too bad with it, because I know, like, some people say the symptoms are terrible. I've definitely not felt, like, myself. I've just been a little bit off, and but I would take it before bed, which, like, you, you're supposed to get headaches and hot flashes normally, and I think sleep, I slept those off most nights, mm-hmm. but it's really, like, I feel like I've tried very non-invasive ways. Like, I haven't had any shots. I haven't, like, had, like, monitored ultrasounds. It's been very, like, I take a pill and then I go get blood work which mm-hmm. yesterday the girl missed my vein which wasn't fun she's like I missed your vein can I do your other arm and I was like yeah, sure it's fine the amount of blood work is just would put me over the edge yeah you know? it's also like really I was telling Logan I was like it's really hard because I go to like the OBGYN to get my blood work done and it's like I've been there like 20 times and it's always like bad news or not for like I'm never mm-hmm. like and you see all the pregnant women there and you're just like uh, one day I want to come here and be like excited and, and like it to be a positive space. space. Yeah. Um, so those are the big things I've done. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been from like the all natural approach to medicine. Um, we've tried using pre-seed, which that's controversial. It's a type of lubrication that's supposed to help. Um, yeah, there's, I don't d- even know about that. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't I know about it either, it. but it's supposed to be like help the sperm swim. I don't know because Clomid mm. actually does decrease your cervical mucus. That's mm. one of the signs of it. So that's kind of like if you're using that, that helps. Um, there's so many things. If you are walking through infertility, you're probably like, I know. And it's like the internet and social media is a rabbit hole of different approaches. And this worked for mm-hmm. me and this worked for – and then you get a lot of unsolicited advice where it's just like, oh, just uh, my my sister, she just – they were so stressed and then they went on vacation and then they got pregnant. Just do that, honey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like – it's not, it's not, doesn't always work I've out. I've tried it I, all. I've okay. tried it all. Thank you for your advice. Thank you, but I'm sorry. That's It's I, just not helpful. Yeah, I think that brings up a good uh, conversation around infertility because, you know, like someone like me, I can sympathize, but I can't empathize because I haven't been in that situation. As yeah. you know, Logan and I have really successfully tried to avoid pregnancy. Yeah. So. If I'm infertile, I wouldn't even know it. I haven't been through this journey. So while, like, my heart is heavy for you, I don't understand maybe, Mm -hmm. like, the small things that might be triggering or hurtful. And so um, someone in, like, my shoes, having a friend Mm -hmm. that's struggling with infertility, what are things that they should try to avoid saying Mm -hmm. or that are good ways to maybe support or respond? Because... I know like my position is I want to support you and love yeah. you and say like I'm praying for you, yeah. love you, like 
but then I don't want to say something that's going to trigger you. Yeah. And But I don't want you to think I'm not saying enough I and know. I don't care. So can you give a little insight into that? Yeah, I feel like this is something people ask me a lot. They're like, Jensen, like, I want to, like, be there for you, but I don't want to, like, upset you or I don't mm-hmm. want to, like, overstep. Um, so I would say, like, starting with things, like, not to say. <laughs> um, don't tell me just to relax. Don't say, it'll happen when you stop trying. Don't say, you're young. You have so much time. Like, when God puts a desire in your heart, like, it doesn't matter if you're 20 or 30 or mm-hmm. whatever you are. Like, that's not that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always adopt. You can just... You can do IVF. That works usually for people, which is like so much money. I just want to put that out there. And a lot on your body. It's like a million shots. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Just take a vacation and stop. That's what'll work. I think it's a lot of like unsolicited advice. Like, just put your legs up in the air after sex. I've gotten that from a lot of people. I've gotten (laughs) that. You have not. Oh, a lot of people have told me that. Just put a pillow under your bum, legs up the wall. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Um,. But I would say, like, things to say is, like, just being, like, I don't understand, but I'm here for you. Like, and I think just admitting, like, I don't understand. Like, and I, I've i talked about my friend, Abby Grace, who I really look up to. And she walked through infertility for five years. And I was, like, with her on that journey. But we weren't even trying at that point. And I, like, it was, that was hard because I didn't know what to say to her. And mm-hmm. it's, like, I think, like, now I know. But it's, like, you know, just saying, like, hey, like. It's okay to it's okay that you're feeling sad. Like your feelings are valid. Like I'm here to listen. Like I'm sorry you're going through this. This is so unfair. Like really just like validating them and not just trying to like slap a Bible verse on them like God's perfect timing, which is the truth and I do know that. And I'm going to talk about my faith about and how my faith plays into this. I know all these things, but sometimes like just being like I'm sorry because it's is it is like I was talking to my friend Caitlin this morning. I was like Going through this is like I feel like you are the so such a strong woman if you have to walk through this. Like not tooting my own horn, but it is a very hard you are battle. A very strong woman. Thank Jen. you. <laughs> um, but I was sorry. I need to drink water. This is a lot of talking. No, it's it's been wonderful. Thank you for sharing. Oh, of course. Um, I was talking to a friend who is also struggling, and she was like, "This might be like some women might not like this, but like." She was saying, like, buy me a pregnancy test, buy me ovulation strips because they are so expensive. Or even just, like, buying them, like, a CVS gift card. Like, I, I feel like that's so dumb. But, like, huh. like just being like, hey. I've never heard that. No, I didn't even buy them. Because I would think, like, oh, that would be really, like, triggering or hurtful. Yeah, but I, I don't know. For me, I'm like, I have spent so much money yeah. on pregnancy tests and just being like, hey, I know this, like, I feel like a CVS gift card. She was saying, like, maybe some women might be offended by it, but I feel like I'm sick of spending my own money on a test that I pee on and throw away, like, every month. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's my advice. Maybe ask your friend, like, hey, is this ask something your friend. you would be okay with me gifting you? And if so, like, yeah. Yeah, and I would just say, like, pray for them. Tell them you're praying for them. Even just, like, literally, like, having the bonus to like be like can we pray now I think that's Mm -hmm. a huge thing because I know like I feel like and I'm guilty of this like I'll say I'm praying for you and then like I'll forget and it's like so really just like the -hmm. power of prayer and just listening to them like if they just be like hey if you want to talk we can talk about it if you don't we don't have to but like giving them the space to just like talk about it um but it is hard because like it's not a one-size-fits-all like everything is like super different and it's like Mm -hmm. you know I would say like you know if you do like say your close friend you're struggling and like your close friend gets pregnant how how should they tell you I think just like 
you know, telling them one on one, like, hey, like, I, I know this is going to be hard for you to hear, but we wanted to tell you, like, not just like surprising them in a big group because it can be hard to hear. It is, it is really hard to hear pregnancy mm-hmm. announcements, especially if you just like got your period or you found out you didn't ovulate or I feel like this fall. And again, so many amazing people in my life have gotten pregnant and probably some of them are listening and I'm so happy for you guys and you know I'm happy for you, but it has just felt like a lot of people have told me mm-hmm. at one time. So I think like when that happens, it's like left and right there was a it was like a year ago I think like six people told us in one week mm. like it was crazy in one week oh it was nuts it was like literally wow. everyone and I <laughs> and I looked at Logan and I was just like really like it was like another one and it's yeah which again I'm so so happy for these people but it can be hard and I'm just like being real like this is mm-hmm. a real conversation I'm human I get sad like it's it's I believe in like you know not sitting in your sadness like you're you're, you're allowed to be sad but like still choosing joy still choosing Mm -hmm. to trusting God's plan but like when those moments happen like you just you can't help but feel those emotions yeah absolutely so can you touch a little on um your faith throughout this journey I know you mentioned you were going to um talk on that too and and kind of what that's been like throughout yeah so I firmly believe and we were talking about this a little bit before we have no control. We real like all the time, like, you know, there's so much scripture on that God is in control. He plans our life. Like mm-hmm. we we can do a lot of things, but like God has a plan. God is in control. His timing, his timing has always been perfect. His timing will always be perfect. Um and I think I've learned so much of like giving up control, like surrendering like our fertility at the foot of the cross daily, being like God this baby if you do bless us with a baby is yours it is your child first and i know that you will bring it into our life at the right timing i know you already have the due date written in the book of time like you know when our baby will be born you will you know our baby's name you know our baby's life and there's such a peace with that but while there's such a peace with that when you're a control freak and you're planning out your life and you have to-do lists and you're just that's who you are being able to not control this is super hard, especially when you think like, I'm eating beef liver, I'm drinking raw milk, I'm managing my stress, I'm sleeping more, I'm taking this supplement. Like you do all the things that should get you pregnant. And then when you're not, like it doesn't make sense. Like why are women accidentally getting pregnant? Why are there's people that are like smoking a pack of cigarettes a day and eating the most terrible foods and they have six kids? Like why is that? And it's the thing that like, we're not in control and God is, which is great. That that's how it should be. Like I don't if I was in control, it wouldn't be great. Like I'm so blessed that God is fully in control of my life. Um and I feel like just really staying grounded in God's word has been huge. Like obviously I've always felt there's so much power in reading scripture, but it can be so easy to fall into the lies of the enemy or to fall mm-hmm. into a trap of like, I might never have children or the fear and the anxiety can creep in. And I think like getting rooted in God's word each day um, and just helping that helps me to just let go of my plan and surrender to his plan um, I have scripture I don't know if you saw it in the bathroom in there I have like scripture written mm-hmm. on like a paper on the mirror which I was saying it every day and I've stopped just because I need to I need to be better but just like really like each day waking up and reading these scriptures like that's just are solidifying that God is in control. God has a plan. Like God knows the desires in my heart. Um, and just like speaking these things over myself because it can be so easy to just 
go down a rabbit hole that like it'll never happen for me god's withholding from me this isn't fair um and i just know that there is such fruit in suffering you can it all throughout scripture god strengthens us the most in the valleys and the hard seasons like i can look at any all the areas of my life where i've struggled and that's where i felt closest to god because he is near to the brokenhearted and he helps us to grow in those seasons where it's like god i can't do it without you like i literally need you and only you so help me like I think when we have it all, like if those seasons where we're on those mountaintop moments where we have everything we need, like it can be so easy to think like, oh, I don't need you, God. Like we don't say that, but that's how we feel. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel like I just am in such a place where I need God so deeply because this baby, if it does come, will be a full miracle. And I want to share that like a big takeaway I'm learning is like you can literally do all the right nutrition. You can detox your body of all the negative products. You can do all the things, but a baby is truly a miracle. And when it's God ti- God's timing, it will happen. And I, I want to use this platform to be like, yes, you can do all that. You should be nourishing yourself. There is such an importance to nourishing your health and be using clean products. Like we see science to back that up, but like God is above science and when God wants the baby to come, it will, whether we want it or not. Like when people are like, I accidentally got pregnant. Well, that's God's plan. Like it's, we can only control so much. So I think like, I want to be able to like share one day that like, we did not get pregnant because we took this supplement or we did this medicine. Yes, those things help, but like we will get pregnant because God's perfect timing has come Mm -hmm. and he will get all the glory from it. Like I've learned from one thing is like, I actually, I think I shared that I spoke at youth group on one of the podcasts and I actually was sharing about how God uses like hard seasons of our lives for his good. Mm -hmm. And I was able to share my testimony there and I'm able to share here. And I feel like I've been able to share with so many people how God is moving in my life. And God is like, yes, this is what I want you to be doing during this season of your life. I want you to be sharing my goodness, even through the hard times. Like, I'm still a good God. And I feel like I've really just been praying that God can use this hardship for his good. And he already is. So, yeah. Wow. That was a lot. I need water. No, it was wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. So, I mean, it's been a, a journey physically, spiritually, mentally. <laughs> relationally for you and Logan yeah all the things a big growing season and continues to be yeah um as far as if you know any of our listeners know anyone that are struggling with something like this is there any other um ways that uh, a friend can support them or any type of advice or just anything else to know that would be helpful uh for anyone that has someone in their life struggling with this I would just say really just like be there for them like just be like hey I'm here for you whether you want to talk about it and not talk about it um because everyone is kind of different which is like and I feel like I've had friends in my life be like hey how can I help you during this which has been so awesome I feel like I have Mm -hmm. a really 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 good community um of people that are really encouraging and uplifting me um and I'm so so grateful for that um but yeah I would just say to help them feel like that they're not crazy or their feelings are invalid like because it can be there's a guilt that comes sometimes I'm like why am I sad and someone just told me they're having a baby and being like it's okay like you can feel a hurt inside of you because your heart is desiring like do you many times I've said to Logan I am so tired of seeing God answer our prayers for everyone around us Mm -hmm. which is like that's a very hard statement to say like I'm like 
I feel like I'm praying, praying, and praying, and God is like giving it to everyone in front of me. And I'm like, why? Why God? And I know, and I know his timing is perfect, but I just, you know, and especially if your friend, if you're the person you're walking through this is like a woman of faith or, you know, just, I think it's important to like remind them of scripture and truth, but don't like press Bible verses into them because it's like, we know this and it's like, you know, there's a lot of scripture on perfect, God's perfect timing and his mm-hmm. plan, but sometimes like that can feel a lot. I would say also writing someone a note in the mail, like that's really sweet. I actually had a friend who, um, this Mother's Day, she dropped off flowers for me. Wow. Which was so, so thoughtful. And that meant so much to me. Like, just like, just knowing the desi- desire of my heart to be a mother. Because Mother's Day can be hard if you're like trying and you're like seeing all these mothers mm-hmm. being celebrated. And even our church said, like, you know, our heart goes out to the women that are like desiring to be mothers. So, yeah. Great advice. I, that was actually something I was thinking when you were talking about the faith component is I was going to ask, um, you know, what your, your feelings are on biblically, like, I'm sure people have referenced often to you, Sarah. Yeah. Um, because I mean, that's the Bible story. She was barren and then old age, she was blessed with a baby and like, beautiful like we yeah. love the bible yeah. <laughs> like, yeah thank god for it but is it something when it's shared with you that uh elates hope in you or is it kind of like okay stop preaching scripture at me because i'm not sarah and this isn't my story i feel like it and this is a bad answer but i feel like it literally depends because mm-hmm. this summer i was like someone could tell me they're pregnant didn't even bother me but then the last month it like hurts so bad just because it feel like I'm in a different headspace so I feel like it has a time and a place like Mm -hmm. and just saying it like hey you know like I know this isn't your story but like just using it to still encourage them Mm -hmm. um it's probably not the best answer but I think like shoving scripture down someone's throat which scripture is amazing like wonderful (laughs) it's God's word But, like, sometimes it can feel like, especially, like, I think when, like, someone is, someone said to me lately, they're like, look, they're, they're like, I'm a pastor, and it's allowed to be hard. Like, I'm not, like, you're allowed to struggle, and it's Mm -hmm. allowed to be hard. Like, it's not, like, the Christian approach is to be, like, God's plan. He's in control. Yes, I'm going to live with joy, which I am, but it's, like, you're also allowed to have hard days. Mm Mm-hmm. So. No, I think that's a a good answer. Mm -hmm. That makes sense, for sure. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share? I would just say this is something that I would love to just give advice for women that might be trying to conceive, starting the journey. Maybe they don't even want to have kids for like three or four years. Or you're just like in high school and you just, I don't know. But my advice would be to get your hormones checked out because Mm -hmm. figure things out beforehand. If I have one regret, it's that I in high school when I had irregular periods that like my gynecologist just brushed it off as whatever like I wish I would have been proactive and like no like what's wrong with me like I want to figure this out now so like when we do have kids we don't have this issue like I'm wondering you know again we can't change the past but if I would have figured this out would we be struggling I don't know um so I think my advice would be like if you get irregular periods if you have really painful periods if 
you're just you feel like I don't know just I would get your hormones checked out just because like it's better to be proactive and then like when the time does come for you to start to have kids that you can you know just be in your best health best hormones as possible just to save yourself heartache and pain and having to walk through something that you might not have to walk through um let me see if there's I have a full list of things I want to make sure I didn't miss anything and I'm sure you guys listening to this episode are shocked because yeah. I really, this is Jensen's episode and um, she's the one that is appropriate to speak on this. So it's really been, you know, her sharing what's on her heart. So you're probably wondering, why is Rachel not interrupting so much? Does she actually have self-control? I kind of, sometimes I kinda, guys. I kind of miss you interrupting me. I feel like I'm talking so much. I'm like, wow, Rachel, I'm so glad you talk all the time. Um, but yeah, I just want to say, I also like, the thing with, like, I, I kind of want to just touch on PCOS real quick before we finish. Mm-hmm. You can, like, you look at me. I look pretty healthy. Like, you're not going to be like, that girl's unhealthy. So I might have shared this with, like, our blood sugar thing. I was almost pre-diabetic because I have such insulin-resistant PCOS, which, like, that was such a shock to me. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you know, we talk about blood sugar balance, and it's just, it's so important for all people. So I would say, like, any people in general like if you're trying to like maybe conceive someday but just like in general for health like there's such like we live in such an insulin resistant world where it's Mm -hmm. like i would just really focus on that because like balancing your blood sugar your blood sugar does affect all of your hormones so i'm a big obviously we're big proponents of getting to the root cause um and one last thing this just came to me medicine is okay and i think that's where i've really struggled is like i want to be holistic but God created medicine and there are doctors and it's like where do you find that balance um and my advice would be like you're not gonna mess up God's plan for your life like we think that we can like I've gone down the road of like if I don't do this medicine or if I don't do this protocol or if I do it like is this gonna like God has a plan for you for your baby for your fertility um just trusting in him knowing that like he did create our bodies to do this but we live in a sinful and broken world and sometimes we need medicine. And I think like trying to get to the root cause is important, but you can also have to add medicine on top of that. And I don't think there should be any shame and guilt with that because I was feeling that a little bit. And now I've just surrendered like God, like there are a reason that we have so many doctors and medicines Mm -hmm. and you created that. And I think like still prioritizing and nourishing our bodies is most important. But if you have to do medicine, like that's okay. And you shouldn't feel any, any hard feelings of yourself toward that. Absolutely. I, I know um, people who have struggled with infertility or still currently are that are on completely different spectrums of trying to do all completely natural mm-hmm. stuff versus people that go right to medicine or people that do a combination. Mm-hmm. And you know, really, I mean, if you're someone listening who is crunchy or holistic minded um, and you have any friends doing that, kind of like we were talking about giving advice and stuff, just don't. It's yeah. not your business. It's mm-hmm. not your advice to give. Don't catch yourself if you're even being judgmental because Mm -hmm. until you're in that position you don't know what you would do what choice you'd make and what's right or wrong and and it's not your place to judge well they should be doing this holistic crunchy thing or they should be doing this medicine not just doing the holistic thing you know everybody has that autonomy that choice to make for themselves and I think the the best thing to do is just support them and not Mm -hmm. um judge whatever means they choose to take care of their body with and one more thing don't ask women when they're having babies or when they (laughs) want to get pregnant or are you trying for kids um logan tells me all the time when he's in like 
financial meetings, like, they, like, glance at his hand and see the ring on his finger. They're like, mm-hmm. so are you guys having kids? Do you guys have kids? Are you trying? And it's like, you know, it's those questions, sometimes I just want to be like, yeah, we've been trying for two years, actually. Thank you for asking. And we're really struggling, and it's been really hard. And then I would never do that to someone because their reaction mm-hmm. would be like, oh. But you just don't know what people are walking through, and it's like, that's really none of your business, and mm-hmm. it can be very hurtful in situations. Um, and I would also just say, like, give yourself grace with, like, baby showers and stuff. Like, I feel like I've been able to go to them and be okay, but I know some women really struggle. And it's like, you know, if you are someone in a really hard place and your friend is having a shower, like, I think it's fair if you would reach out to them and be like, hey, I love you. I'm so excited for you, but I'm really struggling right now. Like, mm-hmm. and everyone's different, but I would just say, like, give yourself grace. Like, this is something very hard to walk through. Every month when you get your period or you take a negative test, like, I've never seen a positive test. Like, I was talking to a friend, like, I don't even know what that's like to see two lines. And it's like, you go into it every time and you're like, well, it's probably just going to be another month. And we should live in hopeful expectation, but it's also... We got really excited last month. We thought we were pregnant. We like really thought, and then when I got my period, it was so disheartening or when you take that test. So it's like, it's a really hard balance between like getting your hopes up, but also like not getting your hopes up and you wanna be hopeful in the Lord, but you also don't wanna like set yourself up to be like heartbroken. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's a really, it's a really hard battle. And if you're walking through this, you're not alone. I wanna say, if you're going through this, please, you can DM the podcast, DM me personally. I won't answer Jensen Merle. I have no Ra- business. If you DM the podcast, Rach, you'll be like, this is for you. I'll just send you a heart emoji yeah. because yeah. I don't know what to say to you. Um, <laughs> but just like, I want, I would love to connect with you, talk with you, be able to pray for you. Um, because again, you can sometimes feel like everyone is getting pregnant around you and you're mm-hmm. like, what am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me? Um and you're not alone um so yeah I just I really want this episode to be an encouragement that you're just the big thing is that it can feel so isolated and I don't want you to feel isolated um know that your health choices matter but also that God is in control um and you know we can do all the right things but ultimately like when you're meant to have a baby you're gonna have a baby which is so hard to it's so hard to grasp onto that because we, when we want something, we want it now. Um, but yeah, so please, please reach out to me. I would love to connect with you. Um, hopefully, maybe share this with someone that's walking through infertility. Hopefully, this can be helpful to someone. I'm sure you know someone going through it, all of our listeners. You probably do. Mm-hmm. And I hope this can help you like approach them um, because, yeah, you just like don't know what to say or do sometimes. So, um, But yeah, hopefully... Hopefully we'll be able to do a podcast soon on some good news. Um, yeah, I don't want, and this is the thing, I didn't want to like open up on the podcast about this because I didn't want it to be like, people are always like, people is, always, she is she pregnant? Is she pregnant? Oh, I don't know. She hasn't mentioned getting her period or lately. Or unsolicited advice yes. of, I did this. Yeah, or stick those legs or, up. I know this person. Yeah, so please, <laughs> please do not message kind of crunchy with unsolicited advice for Jensen. I will personally go in and delete it and not respond to you. Um, but if you get anything from this episode, pray for Jensen. Yeah, I would love pray to. for anyone in yeah. your life struggling yeah, with this. Because, Encourage them. But yeah, yeah, there is and there is and there is so much power in prayer. And I know this is not like a faith-based podcast, but we are women of faith, and that is the most important thing in our lives. And just want to encourage you, like 
if you're not sure what to do and you can always just be praying for them and letting them know like be like hey you've been on my heart and I've been praying for you like getting a text like that like you don't know what that means like that means so much just to know that like people are thinking of you and again I know there are so many people praying for me right now and I'm so so grateful for that and I know that God hears each and every one of them and yeah hoping for good news also the medicine I'm on has chance of multiples so I've been praying for twins you can add that to your prayers I really want twins and so does Rachel someday so I've wanted twins since I was 14 (laughs) yeah so we'll see you know what you know if the medicine maybe maybe this is Maybe this is our cycle. Maybe our cycle is a year from now. Who knows? But yeah, I'm trying to be like, we're going into the holiday seasons, which can be kind of hard. Which you, it's, it's, I was talking to a friend. It's like, oh, get ready. Little Christmas tree announcements. You're going to see them all over the place. So I'm just trying not to get my hopes up this holiday season, just because I don't want to be like, disappointed on Thanksgiving or mm-hmm. Christmas and just like hey this could be our last holiday where it's just the two of us and we get to enjoy and not have the stress of a baby which babies are obviously wonderful but like it is an added element you have to plan more do more mm-hmm. so like being like this holiday is a gift it's special it's just for Logan and I and our families so yeah just trying to be present and not get work get letting the holidays be a hard time which I'm you know trying to act proactively be just choosing to just choosing joy choosing to lean into the lord's plan um but yeah i feel like i said so much on this episode there might be a second episode on like maybe we talk more about like pcos because i feel like a lot Mm -hmm. or endometriosis like i feel like there's so many things like that that a lot of women struggle with so maybe that's a follow-up episode or maybe i don't know we'll see but yeah i'm just i hope this can encourage you guys um thank you for hearing my story thank you for interviewing me Rachel this is fun um like interview style but um thank you for sharing you're very strong and brave and I know that this will be a big encouragement to so many people I hope so well thank you guys for listening as always we love our kind of crunchy fam thank you for being here um week after week we love you guys so much we hope you're having an amazing Tuesday and we will see you next week Bye, guys. Bye. Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice, and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.